Hello, Carolyn. Listen to this. This chamber orchestra we're picking up, listen to what the conductors put under any special requirements. The first violins will not sit together. The second violins will not sit apart. The harpist will ignore you unless your aura is orange. There is nothing you can do to make your aura more orange. The tubist must on no account be given alcohol. The conductor must at all times be given alcohol. <laughs> he will also require the toilet to himself for an hour before landing. And most importantly, the bassoonist, Madame Shushushka Bhush, will be working under the presumption that you are trying to kill her unless proved otherwise. <laughs> so avoid approaching her with blunt instruments, sharp knives, or hot liquids. Terrific. How am I supposed to serve her dinner? Carefully. <laughs> Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore, starring Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. This week, Gdansk. Amsterdam Golf Tango India with you flight level 330. Golf Tango India, radar identified, continuous cleared. Okay, here's another list. Uh, everyone ready? Get set. The seven deadly sins. Yes, I know these. I know them. Ah, the deadly sin of pride. Stop it, Douglas. You're making it easier for Carolyn. Ah, the deadly sin of envy. Douglas, stop it now. Ah, the deadly sin of anger. Stop it! Done. Oh, Douglas was distracting me. And done. Oh! Uh, okay, let's see. Um, yeah, Douglas got them all. <sighs> uh, Mum's got... Oh, sorry, Mum. There, there, there's no wrath. You mean wrath. Of course there is. No, I'm sorry. Uh, according to this book, there's no wrath or wrath. And you've missed out anger. That is wrath, you idiot child. <laughs> have you never heard of wrath? You've certainly witnessed it often enough. Sorry, Carolyn. We have to go by the book, I'm afraid. So I come second. Yeah, looks like it, Skip. Uh, let me just check. Oh, bad luck. You've got lust down twice. Oh, for Naughty, Captain Queen. <laughs> Which one did he miss out? Uh, pride. Irony upon irony. <laughs> Let's do another. I'm going to win this one. Are you now? Then perhaps we should make it a little more interesting. I'm not betting, Douglas, I've told you. Why not? Because I always... B because it's beneath my dignity as a captain. I'll bet with you, Douglas. No, you won't. <laughs> oh, but Mum... Don't you, but Mum, me, who owns your car? Douglas does. Well, then... <laughs> he still lets me drive it. And at a very competitive hourly rate. <laughs> All right, no one's betting anyone anything. Arthur, what is it? Um, okay, uh, here's one. On your marks, get set. The seven dwarfs. Martin, don't forget lusty. Shut up. <laughs> Done. Oh, he distracted me again. Done. Oh, okay, this is unfair. Yeah, Douglas got them all. Oh. And Mum's got... Oh, Mum. There's no loopy. Isn't there? What's his name, then? The stupid one. Well, I, I can't tell you until Martin's handed his in. Oh, yes, I could still win. I think you'll find I won. I could still come second. Second from last. <laughs> I could still not lose. How many have you got? Six. Ah, same as me. Have you got the stupid one? Yes. What is it? It's... Ah, uh, no. <laughs> well, it was worth a try. Um, silly, dummy, dizzy, ditzy, Arthur, Mum. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, if those jumped-up buskers can't learn to leave the service bell alone, I swear I'll cut off their thumbs. Come fly the friendly skies. <laughs> I'd better go. What was it then, Arthur, the last walk? No, don't tell her. I'm going to remember my last one before you remember yours. Oh, for goodness sake, Martin, how childish. Don't you dare help him, Douglas. Scout's honour. Right. Let's see what the loonies want now. Oh, loony. No. 
Madam, what seems to be the problem? Someone has tampered with my armrests. Who is responsible? Ah, and you must be the bassoonist, Madam... Shishishkobush. Gesundheit. And how do you know I'm bassoonist? Have you been spying on me? No, Madam, but your conductor described you rather vividly. And I won't pretend it didn't help that you're sitting next to a bassoon. Never am I separated from my bassoon. Oh, the clingy type, is it? <laughs> now then, what's wrong with your armrests? You tell me what is wrong with armrests? With great pleasure. In a word, nothing. In six words, nothing is wrong with your armrests. That's seven words. Armrests is hyphenated. <laughs> well, I'm glad we've had this chat. I'll see you later. Mine are higher than the others. I think not. Somebody's tampered with them. May I ask who and why? Or, if you prefer, whom and why, <laughs> Listen, I am one of world's leading bassoonists. And believe me, there are many bassoonists who'd be very pleased to see me come to no good. And doubtless one or two cabin crew. So what are you going to do? What am I going to do about your theory that before takeoff, a bassoonist or bassoonists unknown broke into the aircraft, selected this seat, fractionally elevated the armrests, and slunk off to await the, to me, obscure, but to them presumably inevitable and deadly consequences? Yes. I am going to suggest you swap seats with your bassoon. Ah. Come on, Douglas. No. Please. Sorry. Just tell me. I've got to get my last dwarf before Carolyn gets hers. There's a phrase you don't hear so much. <laughs> Since the dwarf hunting ban. <laughs> I don't have to say anything. Just show me your list. I couldn't possibly. I gave Carolyn scouts honor. You're not a scout. You know what they say. Once a scout, always a scout. You were never a scout. You know what they say. Never a scout, always a scout. <laughs> Come on, Douglas. I just want to win something for once. Oh, well, if that's what you want. No. Let's see. 20 quid says no. the ATC at Warsaw is female. Douglas, I told you I'm not betting female. Yep. But they're nearly all male. Well, then you'll probably win, won't you? You must know something. You must somehow know who's on duty. How could I possibly know a thing like that? So, are we on? Not for money. Oh, have it your way. I bet you the cheese tray. Not the whole tray, the Emmental. The Brie. Fine, I bet you the Brie that Warsaw Control is female. No, I said I bet she's female. I know you did, but since you don't know either way, you won't mind taking the more likely bet, will you? No. No, I won't. Good, then I bet you she's female. You're on. <laughs> Warsaw Control, Golf Tango, India. Could we have the latest Gdansk weather, please? Golf Tango, India, wind oh. shifty and 12. Sekometers visibility scattered Santa Claus. Bloody hell! Well, I'm sorry, there are quite little Santa <laughs> Roger, Warsaw. I thought you knew it was a woman. No, I just relied on you assuming I did. Never mind, Martin. You lose some. Don't you? <laughs> the expression is, you win some, you lose some. That's the expression, yes. <laughs> Come on, I win things sometimes. Do you, Captain? Y yes, I do, first officer. Don't forget that. Hmm? I'm such a loser. How come I'm the one with four stripes on my arm? Ah, there you have me. Well, I am. And that's when I'm at work, mind you, not just round the house to impress my wife. <laughs> How dare you bring that up? 
Douglas, I revealed something deeply personal and private to you in a moment of vulnerability, and you use it as a cheap shot. I'm really sorry, Douglas. I didn't mean to... No, wait a minute. That's not what happened. You didn't reveal anything to me. I caught you out by accident after you'd done everything you could to hide it. Nevertheless. No, there's no nevertheless. That makes it fair game. How's it any different from all the things you constantly tease me about? Like my height, or the number of goes I took to get my CPL, all the time I landed with the brakes on. <laughs> They're all funny. Well, it's funny you pretending to your wife you're a captain. It doesn't stop it being funny just because it's about you. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Miss Shishishkabahoos, we meet again. Don't be shy about ringing that service bell, by the way. I don't want you to be worried about annoying me. I'm not. Now, that's a weight off my mind. <laughs> Well, then, how can I help? What is this? Oh, my cashew nuts. Are you... Can you be pointing at the salt? This does not look like the salt, I know. And what does it look like? Tiny, transparent hand grenades. It looks like broken glass. It's salt. Salt does not look this way. So these little round balls. These are big, jagged... Oh, for pity's sake. Satisfied? You have eaten my cashews. I have eaten one of your cashews. There were only five in the package. Now there are only four. Can I have more cashews? My pleasure. With salt or broken glass? Salt. With salt. Only with salt. I will make a note of it. Golf Tango India, contact Maastricht on frequency 126.5. Golf Tango India, this is Amsterdam. Do you read me? Golf Tango India, this is Amsterdam. I say again, do you read? <sighs> Golf Tango India, apologies, Amsterdam. Microphone intermittent. Roger Maastricht on 126.5. <sighs> <laughs> oh, bad luck. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't count. I was answering ATC. Sorry, Martin. The bet was just who could hold their breath longest. <laughs> So that's the Brie, Rock 4, and the squidgy one in the foil packet to me. <laughs> Just the Amantal and the crackers still in play. Coffee, gents, and a message from Mum. Have you forgotten to turn the seatbelt signs off, you pair of... Have you forgotten to turn the seatbelt signs off? No, no, not forgotten, no. Oh, passenger derby. We thought so, yes. Great! Can I do the commentary? If you'd be so kind. Brilliant! Hang on. Okay, chaps, ready. So this is for the Amental. Well, Arthur, what are the puddings today? Oh, um, strudel and cheesecake. Perfect. Martin, I see your Emmental and I raise you my cheesecake. <laughs> I see your cheesecake with my strudel. Excellent. All right, Arthur, take us through the runners and riders. Thank you, Douglas. Well, uh, welcome to the 535 from... Up in the air. The conditions are perfect. The seatbelt signs have been on for over 40 minutes. I've been round with the drinks trolley twice, and they're really squirming for the off. Uh, the favourites, of course, are the runners in row A today, the trombone player who looks like Winston Churchill, and the little clarinetist with the head that's too big for him. Who do you want, Skip? Who looks keenest? Well, they're both pretty wriggly, uh, but the trombonist is making little meowing noises. I'll take him. Uh, Douglas? Where's the older lady in the Harry Potter glasses? Uh, row C. Okay, I'll take her. 
I happened to watch her claiming overhead luggage space, and it was a very promising display. <laughs> Some really useful elbow work. Uh, well, it's not fair if you've already... Too late. And they're off. And it's trombone Churchill taking an early lead. He had his seatbelt undone behind his paper. Classic manoeuvre there. But he's slow out of the chair. And it's Little Big Head who's up in the aisle first. Little Big Head looking strong. But, oh, he's tangled with a straight cellist. And now trombone Churchill's making out ground. But who's this sticking up on the outside? It's Harry Potter's granny. She's past Little Big Head. She's past Wandering Cellist. And in the final straight, it's neck and neck between Trombone Churchill and Potter's Grand, Potter's Grand and Trombone Churchill as they reach the door and oh, Trombone Churchill takes an elbow to her gut and it's Potter's Grand! She's in! And she's safe! Bad luck, Skip. Not your day. Not my life. Good evening, madam. Beef or trout? Beef, please. And for you, madam, uh, beef or trout? Who are you? Arthur. Oh, I mean, uh, my name is Arthur. I'm privileged to be serving yourself as part of your onboard team on board today on board. No. No, this is no good. Where is the old woman? Right. I don't know who you mean by that, madam, but I wouldn't call her an old woman. <laughs> old woman! Oh, dear. Yes, yes, yes. Ring out wild bells in the wild sky. And who, I wonder, is the wild bell ringer? Who could it possibly be? It's me, it's me! See, my light is on! And yet nobody's home. <laughs> my dear Miss Shish how can I help you? This boy. Who is this boy? I have not seen this boy before. And your theory, no doubt, is that the bassoonist Black Hand Gang, having been cruelly foiled in the matter of the armrests and the cashew nuts, have sent him to serve you a poisoned trout. Do you not believe I have enemies? On the contrary, I find that astonishingly easy to believe. <laughs> this, however, is not one of them. This is my son, Arthur, and I promise you he couldn't hurt a fly. Oh, thanks, Mum. Because the fly would outwit him. <laughs> if you will excuse me, I have a violinist fight to arbitrate. Oh, and Arthur. Goofy? What? The, the thing we were talking about earlier in the flight deck, the last one of seven. It's Goofy, isn't it? Oh, no, Mum, Goofy. <laughs> what was that? What's going on? Oh, nothing, nothing doesn't matter. It's a cold, isn't it? What does it mean? What's happening? No, really, nothing. Do you think I don't know about these codes? I know all about them. Inspector Sands, fire in the theatre. Mr. Westman, bonbonnet rain. What's Goofy? It was just a private room. What does it mean? You must tell me now. Yes, you're quite right. That's what we do. We alert crew to emergencies, not with a convenient intercom in the galley, but by furtively whispering the names of Disney characters at each other. <laughs> Donald Duck means lethal bird strike. Dumbo means pilots dropped his magic feather. Shere Khan means tiger in the flight deck. You happy now? No. What is Goofy? Goofy is a cartoon cow. Mum, he's a dog. <laughs> Here we are, gents. Uh, cheesecake for you, Douglas, and strudel for you, Douglas. Thank you, Arthur, and thank you, Martin. Enjoy it. I didn't want it anyway. Isn't that lucky? I mean it. Strudel's horrible. No one likes strudel. I refute your argument thus. Strudel's terrific. Everyone likes strudel. <laughs> All right, then. I bet you more of the passengers choose cheesecake than strudel. Very well. I bet you 20 quid more of the punters pick strudel than cheesecake. There you go, Skip. Your luck's changing. You can't lose this one. Cheesecake's always more popular. Oh, no. 
must be a trick. He must know something. What could I possibly know? Well, I don't know. The, the orchestra is sponsored by the Anglo-Polish Strudel Appreciation Society or the International League Against Cheesecake. Well, you can take Strudel if you like. Yes, I'll take Strudel. Fine. No, hang on. This is how you diddled me with the female air traffic controllers. Right? <laughs> me pick the bad bet. You want me to pick Strudel. I want cheesecake. Fine. It's yours. Hang on. That was too easy. You knew I'd work that out. I want Strudel. Are you sure? Yes. No. Yes. So therefore, no. No. Yes. Strudel? Strudel. All right. Then you're on. Oh, God. I've ended up with Strudel. No one likes Strudel. It seems an odd choice, certainly. I'd have picked cheesecake. Oh. Cheer up, Skipper. You never know your luck. I always know my luck. Well, I wouldn't be too sure of that, Skip. <laughs> yes, Arthur, what are you doing with your face? I'm winking. You're only supposed to use one eye. <laughs> I know, but I can only do that if I hold the other one open with my finger and I thought Douglas would notice. You're making the mistake of thinking Douglas cares. <laughs> Cheesecake or strudel, madam? And may I especially recommend the strudel? It's a lovely strudel. <laughs> yes, all right, the strudel. Good choice. And, and for you, madam, uh, there's our splendid strudel. Tender, delicious slices of piping hot apple with a rich golden brown crust. Or a bit of old cheesecake. What's the cheesecake like? Oh, you know, cheesecakey. They're all much of a muchness cheesecakes, aren't they? What flavour is it? I don't know. I'm not sure it even has a flavour. Cheesecake flavour. The strudel is apple. It must have a flavour. Uh, let's see. Raspberry. Ugh. Sounds awful. Raspberry? Oh, yeah. Still, boring. I'll have the cheesecake, please. Don't have the cheesecake. What? Why not? <laughs> I can't tell you why, but don't. Everybody, stop eating the cheesecake! If I can have your attention for a moment, I must apologize for my junior cabin attendant's slightly overzealous promotion of the strudel today. What can I say? The boy loves the strudel. And the strudel is certainly excellent, as, however, is the cheesecake. They are both delicious and non-poisonous choices. Thank you. You eat some, then. I beg your pardon? If it's so safe, let's see you eat a slice. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You eat it. Arthur, eat some cheesecake. Best order ever. You see? A revolting display, but I hope a reassuring one. Look, everyone, she won't eat it. That must be what Goofy means. It's airline called for poison in the cheesecake. It's not poisoned. Well, eat it then. Yes, go on. I don't want to. Ha! Why not? Yes, why not? Because it's horrible. All right? It's not poisoned, it's just revolting. Tastes like the pink stuff you bite into at the dentist. <laughs> Laid on a bed of fish tank gravel. And if it was ever even shown a picture of a raspberry, it wasn't looking. But it is not poisoned. A little underhand, wasn't it, Martin? Asking Arthur to cheat for you? I didn't ask him to. It was all his idea. I won fair and square. Did you? <coughs> Arthur, how many people went for the strudel in the end? Uh, five. And the cheesecake? Eight. What? Even though they thought it was poisoned? Sorry, Skip. Everyone hates strudel. Oh. <laughs> That'll be 20 quid, please, Captain. Right. Double or quits. I bet you 
I bet you I can land in Gdansk on time. No, that was the last bit. Rien ne va plus. You, you can't stop now. Sorry, bored of betting. And I need to devote my attention to consuming this mountain of tiny cheeses. Fifty quid. A hundred. Sorry, Martin, nothing doing. Afraid of losing, are you? Looking back on our time together today, Martin, do you think that's what I'm afraid of? <laughs> well, I'm sure we can find something of mine you want. How about my spare captain's epaulets? Helena must be wondering why yours are so worn out. All right, Sonny Jim. A month's salary. What? You heard. You want to bet? We'll bet. A month's salary says you don't land on time. I didn't mean... A month's salary's... A You're right. We might as well do it properly. Three months' salary. No, I didn't mean... I thought you wanted to bet. I thought you wanted to win at something. Your salary or mine? Yours if you lose, mine if I lose. Are we on? You'll just radio an emergency or something. No, no tricks. I'm quite happy to rely on your natural bad luck and incompetence. <laughs> are we on? We're on. Golf Tango India for your information. Speedbet 007 has reported thundercloud build-up on your route 50 miles ahead. Advise your intentions. Golf Tango India will advise... Douglas... How did you make there be a thunderstorm? I fear you may be confusing me with Thor. <laughs> Though, of course, I do seem to remember when you asked Warsaw for the weather earlier, something about scattered thunderclouds. <laughs> but, because I'm wonderful, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll offer you a different stake. Go on. Instead of three months' salary, you may bet me all rights in perpetuity to the story of me letting Helena believe I'm a captain. What do you mean? I mean, if you lose, you never, ever get to tell, mention, allude to, or hint at that story, so long as we both shall live. Understand? Yes. I take it we're on? No. What? I need that story. I have to have something. And now I've tasted having something, I can't go back. And you'll pay three months' salary for the privilege. Or I'll fly through the thunderstorm. I haven't decided yet. So, Madam S.B. My name is Gigisco Bush. Believe me, I shall remember it as long as I live. <laughs> now then, I have eaten the cheesecake. Arthur has eaten the cheesecake. Or spices. And we remain both hale and hearty. Arthur, disgustingly so. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Sometimes I get a little, uh, what is the word, uh, deranged? I suspect not the one you mean, but a good one nevertheless. <laughs> Listen to me. I am in charge of your safety. I am a terrifically wise and capable woman with many years' flying experience. And I personally guarantee that all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well. All right? Yes, all right. Except my service bell, it seems to have stopped working. Imagine that. <laughs> But still, in an emergency... In an emergency, madam, you can tootle your bassoon. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Captain Kreef here speaking. We should be landing in Gdansk in just under 20 minutes. I apologize for our delayed arrival. We had to divert around a thunderstorm en route. Cabin crew, 20 minutes to landing. Bad luck. 
Captain. I had to go round it. Fine. It would have been reckless not to. You don't have to justify it to me. You accept the bets off, then? No. But, Douglas, it was a thunderstorm. God moves in mysterious ways in order to do lovely things for Douglas Richardson. <laughs> but, because I am even more wonderful than previously stated, my earlier offer still stands. Promise never to mention my wife's misapprehension ever again, and we're all square. No. Really? You'd rather pay me three months' salary? Yes, I would. In fact, I'll give it to you now. Well, you can Nothing plus nothing is nothing adds another nothing, and that's a grand total of bugger all. What are you talking about? I don't have a salary. <sighs> Look, when I had my interview with Carolyn, it wasn't to be captain, it was to be first officer, and by the end, I... I, I could see I wasn't going to get it, so I said, last-ditch try, I said I'd work for half of whatever she gave the last guy, and this funny light came into her eyes, and she said, a third, and I said no, and there were some pretty heavy negotiations, and we agreed on a quarter, only then when I was leaving, she said, how little would you take to be captain, and after some more negotiation, we decided I would be captain, and she wouldn't pay me at all. <laughs> My salary is nothing. And three times nothing is nothing. So, 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 I've tricked you. Yeah, yeah. now you're the loser. Yes. The point of that story certainly is that I'm the loser. Bad luck, Martin. Why can't I ever win something? Ever! Being someone who doesn't win often, I could take that. Well, obviously I can't help you with that. But, changing the subject entirely, are you feeling quite well? Yeah, just miserable. Because you look rather poorly. No, no, I'm fine. I don't know, Martin. You're looking very pale. Positively, snow white. <laughs> what? I was wondering if you had that nasty bug that's going around. The one with the seven symptoms. I might have that, yes. I've, uh... I've definitely got some of them. I thought so. For instance, you might have been feeling rather lethargic. Yes, I've got that one. That symptom. Right, lethargic, perhaps to the point of feeling groggy, slow-witted, as if drugged. <laughs> yes, I've got that too. Then there's the mood swings. One minute you're euphoric, the next you're oddly irritable. Yes, both of them. That's four. Right. Uh, there are physical symptoms too. Inflammation of the nasal passages leading to bouts of... Yeah, got him. That. And, of course, that can make you feel self-conscious. What? Shy. Oh, yeah, got that one. Right. So my advice to you is that you seek out a healthcare professional. Douglas, if you're just tormenting... No, Martin, listen. If you have those six symptoms, I strongly recommend you seek out a medic. Just tell me. I can't tell you, Martin. I promised. Scout's honor. The person who can tell you is a GP. A quack. A sawbones. What? Someone who can tell you, in the immortal words of Bugs Bunny, what's up? <laughs> oh. Ah, maestro, a pleasant hour. Yeah, most satisfactory, thank you. You are uh, feeling calmer, madame. I gather you had a troubled flight. Oh, maestro, you have no idea. With the armrests and the big soul and the mm. Disney cards and the mm. cheesecake. But the old woman, she's rude and ill-favored, but somehow I trust her. All is well. There is nothing to worry about. Yeah, good. This is Captain Kreef with an urgent message for the cabin crew. 
Sleepy, dopey, happy, grumpy, sneezy, bashful, doc. Thank you. <laughs> That was Cabin Pressure by John Finnamore. It starred Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnamore as Arthur. It also featured Britta Gartner as Madame Shashisko Bohush, Simon Greenall as the conductor, and Matt Green as Amsterdam ATC. The producer was David Tyler, and the program was a positive production for the BBC.